Hey, all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My own voice is inside my head, and this feels weird. This is weird. I like it. Also, yell. Hello. 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 Oh, my God. Okay. Let's start with the life news. Yeah, we have all of the life news this time. Let's just get, like, right to it. Yeah. We so, almost died. Yeah, we almost got into two car crashes, which was kind of In a span fun. of ten minutes. The roads were icy. Just, just a wee bit. Just a little icy. And by icy, I mean icy. And they also didn't uh, sand or salt any of the turning lanes. No. At all. Um, so we tried to turn onto an on-ramp twice. Uh, the first time, the car basically locked up. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't turn. And it just kind of spun out of control. Thankfully, we spun it in a direction where we were... Facing the same direction as oncoming traffic would be, so we could kind of just start driving. It was within inches, though. Like, that was horrifying. I hated that. Yeah. We almost went into the road. We didn't, but we almost did. Yeah, our car was, like, inches from oncoming traffic. Like, it was not... It was not a good time. It was a time. It wasn't a good time. Yeah, the brake system just, like... That That was a whole other thing that broke, because we tried just... uh Breaking and it would not break. Oh yeah, no, actually hitting the actual brake pedal was rock hard, and I couldn't even really hit the brake. It just locked everything up for no freaking reason. So yeah, and that is why we're getting rid of our BMW and hopefully getting a Boobaroo next month. Hopefully, I mean the second time we had to drive into a snowbank and that was all kinds of fun. That was a uh, mood. Yeah, I, I mean we didn't we didn't total our car and we actually didn't damage our car that badly either in the grand scheme of things but it still was not great yeah we broke the passenger headlight which yep. still works it's just cracked but yep. then we broke our like parking sensors it's like yeah our parking which, sensor like things. it's an add-on you don't really need it in order to like function in that car but like i've gotten used to them yeah it's they're a necessity for me it sucks it's not good at all yeah. uh damage was pretty personal damage non-existent uh, aside from being really scared to drive in snow now um, yeah Damage to the car, not great, but could have been a lot worse. I bet it's probably like a thousand dollars worth of damage. Probably if you add it all up, because the headlight replacement wouldn't be that bad, but the parking sensors is like my bad. Oof. <laughs> Don't mind the microphone; it's slowly gyrating. It's a kink. Yeah. So <sighs> we've been looking at a bunch of different cars. Uh, we put some recommendations out there. We, we we put some feelers for recommendations out there and. We got back uh, that Subaru would be pretty great. Sorry, I'm distracted by a cinnamon that is now worming her way down my stomach. Cinnamon, what are you doing? I think she just wants our love and affection and adoration, which I'm happy to give. But yeah, this but she is keeps bumping the time. microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, we are. Are you quite done? No, no, you are not done. Okay, so. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we've been looking at a Subaru for Forrester? leasing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a good-sized car. Uh, Subarus have a really good all-wheel drive system, as it turns out. Subaru, if you want to sponsor us by paying for our car, even though that's completely unrealistic, that would be great. I mean, we could send them an email and try. It could always be fun. We could talk about how great Foresters are. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean... Experience actually going to the dealership was mixed. It was a mood. And the reason that we want to do leasing is, one, we don't know if, like, I don't want to, like, go whole hog and, like, get, like, a whole new Subaru. Yeah. Without actually having some, like, real life experience with it. 
Mm-hmm. So you might as well lease it for a couple of years, and then if we really like it, we could just get a new one. And also, like our uh, our our BMW is just like, I I mean, long term, I think we're probably just going to use that in summer, if at all, and eventually we're going to replace that and phase that out with a different car. Yeah, but I don't know which one yet, but something. we still need to figure that out. And honestly, we were car shopping even before this, and at the time, we were like, "Hey, why don't we get like a Range Rover or like something else?" But mm-hmm. car shopping is really hard nowadays. There's a lot of different things to consider, and a lot of the times, uh, the cars that are available just seem kind of eh. like there's a lot of downsides even to the really great cars out there. Majorly, yeah. Like even when we were, what was that one car that we were looking at that? Oh, like, well, okay, well, Range Rovers in general are like, yeah, they're really great cars and everything, but you'll need to replace everything on them, like, within the first couple of years. Yeah, people worry about them breaking down, which it seems good for leasing, but then that's, eh. And while those, uh, they have a lease program, which is kind of interesting, and we thought about it mm-hmm. uh, for a while, but we ended up sort of deciding against it just, well, I, I think the the driving thing was the main reason, because, like, when you get into that situation, you're like, oh, this car is all-wheel drive is kind of garbage. You kind of want a car that actually is going to have a good all-wheel drive system then. Exactly. And, like, ideally not get you into situations where you almost die on the road. Yeah, that was really scary. Yeah, and Kevin was a... I, I, I mean, I won't say Kevin was a bad car mm-hmm. overall, but, like... Oh, yeah, Kevin's our car. That's what we named our car, you guys. He's not a, he's not a good Wisconsin car. He's not a good snowy weather car. Not... At all. Yeah. I mean, he's he's fine. He's workable. I mean, I'd take him over a Kia Soul any day, but like... I'll take anything over a Kia Soul. Yeah. I it's... It, it needs replacement. It needs replacement. And yeah, so we're, we're starting to look into that. So that's kind of fun. It's not like you said he needs a knee replacement. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a... Uh, it's actually kind of alarm. We, we had a couple of storms by us, and the weather's been getting very cold, and the roads here are astronomically bad i mean we're in the middle of an arctic blast i found that out this morning it's so bad and yeah. temperatures are highly negative like and they're just getting lower and lower yeah i mean even the and the roads are bad uh in front of our house the whole like stretch of the road to like the right mm-hmm. is complete ice it's just ice it's like they haven't done a single thing and oh don't mind louis just getting on and off the couch uh the whole infrastructure it feels like a lot of Madison's infrastructure is just kind of garbage, which, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a known thing, but it's kind of like, where do your tax dollars go if, like, the roads aren't getting plowed or oh not salted? You sound like such a middle-aged dad. My tax dollars. Well, we are getting a Subaru. I have to prepare myself for the NPR <clears throat> life. I refuse. That was actually, like, a big barrier to us thinking about getting it, like... I think that was our biggest hang-up for a while. Mm-hmm. We just kind of realized we had to because of the whole uh, the all-wheel snow, drive thing. And they're just so, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're just good cars. And I've driven them before. So, They're yeah. solid. A uh, couple other fun stuff going on. Um, I, so, I actually don't have my driver's license right now. Mm-hmm. And that's because I grew up, uh, well, on Long Island where you really didn't need a car all that much. And then I went to school in Chicago. And for a while, I was living in downtown Madison. And, in all those places, you, never you really, needed a car. you really need needed a car. But we moved out to Fitchburg, mm-hmm. uh, which means we're we're like in a suburb of Madison. Yeah, and car buying is a logistical disaster um, when you don't have a license as yeah. well. So I've been trying to get one. I'm actually taking my permit test tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, it's and a, then you're, you're it's not you're taking your you're just getting your permit tomorrow, yeah. so that way I could teach you the ways of the road. It should be fine. And then, like, 
a couple months I'll be getting my driver's license. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm excited. Hmm. Gotta go. We gotta do your driver's test out in like the rural country. Yeah. Somewhere like that. I mean, I, I think the main thing is like, I, mean, I want to be comfortable with the car by the time I actually do the driving test, but going out to the interstate's a bit like, yeah, that's scary and for anyone though. If, if you do the test around here, you usually end up going onto the interstate, except can, can we talk about the fact that if you're a young driver and you're like, uh, went through driving school and you're going to drive like the age of 16, you actually don't need to take a road test in Wisconsin. Yeah. Pisses me off. You can just do your required hours of driving and then get on the road, mm-hmm. which I have to say, like Wisconsin drivers are not good as mm-hmm. is. I mean, if you completely remove like the whole attitude of like, Hey, alcoholism is fine. And we don't care about getting into massive drunk driving wrecks, It's ridiculous. which, which happens, which happens a lot. Um, there's the whole other thing of how nice Wisconsin drivers are. Which is frustrating. It's like Midwest nice applied to cars. No, Midwest nice is like, bless your heart, bullshit. Like, uh, it's more, they're literally too nice to the point that they let people go when they shouldn't be allowed to go. So therefore, it literally just causes traffic backups. It's like, oh no, you go in front of me. Just at Starbucks today, literally there was a Subaru in front of us. And it literally just let this car cut them off. Just uh, They were just being nice and let this car cut them off in front of, like, seven other cars in the drive-thru at Starbucks. Yeah, which is not okay. I was ready to, like, break windshields and everything else. I was like, are you kidding me? We've waited, like, 15, 20 minutes in this line already. Yeah, it it's really not an okay thing, Like, honestly. Jesus, you, no, no, you're driving. You don't need to be freaking nice. Yeah. And, like, at stop signs, sometimes somebody will just let another car go even when they have the right of way and that... Oh. creates a confusing like mess where one person thinks they can go but they can't go and the other person thinks they should go but they don't go and then it's just me yelling you have the right of way you have the right of way okay fine i'll go but you're an idiot that can actually cause accidents too yeah. like it's not like just like a cute like oh we're, we're just so nice and quirky we like let people other people go first that can cause an accident that could cause a pileup that could cause any number of things and it causes accidents at four-way stops all the time it's like oh my god yeah and then then the drunk driving thing's a whole other mess because just like i mean part of the reason we're not in downtown madison anymore is because of how dangerous the drivers are like drunk driving down there is like a thing like I, i think the minority is drivers that aren't drunk on a saturday night yeah it's obnoxious and there there is there is so much to go into with how madison treats alcohol i mean that's not even mentioning uh the way the bars lobby for different things oh with the government the and tavern like, league or whatever it's called argue to continue to stay open during coronavirus ignoring restrictions and then on top of that uh there's actually these weird laws in wisconsin where you can't buy an alcoholic beverage after 9 p.m and the reason from you, from like the liquor store yeah it's only certain kinds of liquor and, you know, you know, looking at it from somebody who came from, like, the East Coast, that seems a little weird. Like, because Wisconsin's not really a religious area or anything like that. Uh, at least not around. Well, it's not, not as religious are. as I'd expect for that law to take place. Yeah. It, we're not in Utah, for example. Exactly. Uh, so. And, like, Chicago's not like that. Yeah. Most places aren't like that. So that's weird. But, like, if you look into it a little more, the actual reason that law exists isn't to... It has nothing to do with religion. It has everything to do with bars wanting to maintain their business. Yep. And it's deeply messed up. It's ridiculous. And okay. Yeah, it's immensely frustrating during coronavirus in general. Just Yeah, especially since, like, I don't know. Pe- people are very willing to subvert rules for their own personal and political gain. Yeah. Which is immensely frustrating. Which brings us to the Rona and avoiding getting sick. Yeah, which is an extreme uphill battle. 
I was just, oh my god, point. I was just gonna say uphill battle, but I was like, mm, I don't want to sound weird. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is an uphill battle. Yeah, because there's a lot to remember in terms of sanitization and like. Got your car sanitizer. You got your car sanitizer. Um, you have to go and you have to go everywhere wearing masks, which is understandable. But then mm-hmm. like, there's some places you go and just there's you're, you're supposed to be keeping six feet from other people, and sometimes people are just like, haha, no, I'm gonna be quirky and like just are up your neck. Oh yeah, and completely ignoring those rules and restrictions, that. and there, there's so many. Um, how, how do I put this? There's so many maskless boomers. Is yeah. the way I'm going to describe it. I mean, there's plenty of people who are baby boomers who wear masks and are fine, but there's also a lot who just wear it over their mouth or just over their nose. Oh, like the lady at Metcalf's. I oh my god, so I seen this lady at Metcalf's and she literally had her mask below her nose and I was like, I'm feeling amped up and I was like, if she even remotely looks in my direction, I'm gonna say something to her and she got lucky because she didn't. Mm-hmm. But as she was walking away, I was like, Yeah, her mask is below her nose <laughs> And I was like, Ooh, I'm pissed. And it's it's not a joke and I feel like people think it is a joke because they don't it's, see yeah. the immediate impacts of it, but like I mean, if you look at Los Angeles right now, not even Wisconsin, the hospitals are full. Everything's full. And there's a period at the end of that. And, like, if you get sick of coronavirus, there might come a point where the hospitals can't help you. Yeah. And they're full. Mm -hmm. And that's that's not a good way to go. No, not at all. Yeah. So it's upsetting. And then there's all of the people who try to emphasize uh, getting rid of those mask rules and lightening them. Republicans, we hate them. It, it's constant uh, here because the state the state legislature is continuously trying to repeal mask mandates. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I really wonder about how open those Republicans could be in the future to personal civil lawsuits for loss of life and damages. They should get ready for those. Because this, I, I don't think it's fully in perspective how much damage these Republicans are doing. Wisconsin is a state surrounded by a bunch of other states that actually have firm mask policies. Yeah. And actually follow the rules. But it's also pretty dense in population compared to a lot of other typical Republican areas. I mean, the exclusion of like Florida and uh, Texas, but I think even those places have mask policies, right? Florida kind of. doesn't. Okay. Well, Texas does. Florida is like. Florida it's mostly minds itself. They're leaving it for the businesses to choose. Well, that's disgusting. I but know. I guess then Florida could also be blamed for this. But anyways, Wisconsin and Florida, um, you're surrounded by a bunch of states that have mask policies. You don't have a mask policy, so coronavirus is going to spread in your area. It's going to mutate in your area. It's going to be the larger volume in your area. Yep. And, like, if you're in a high-density population center... uh, so, So, in general, like, every state should have a mask policy. But if a state has low population or a county has very low population or, like, you're in Alaska or something, like, I almost get it. I mean, it's not safe, but you're not going to be explicitly doing as much damage to your population because there just isn't that much interaction. Yeah. You're in a place like Wisconsin where, like, especially there's no mass policies or there's mass policies that keep getting repealed and all the bars are still open and all of that stuff's still open. Yeah. It's going to spread like wildfire, and it does. I mean, we, we've had family members in Wisconsin who've gotten coronavirus three, four times. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous, but also they just don't give a shit. And sometimes they just wish that they would die. Yeah, it's... Just got real, but yeah, I don't care anymore. It's bad and immensely frustrating, and I don't... It's frustrating to see people not care. Yeah. It's frustrating to see people not care, and I I don't even really know what the argument is. I think there's still people that think it's a hoax somehow, which is 
really mind-boggling. I mean, are you that, like, psychotic that you think that you have to make up an excuse that this government, that the government is making up a global pandemic and doing all this work and spending all this money just to take away your freedom of wearing a mask? Yeah, that's like the super USA people that think that, like, the USA is in control of the entire planet. Yeah, it's, it's really not. I mean, like... Like we don't mean shit in the grand scheme of things. I think it's a lot better to... I, I think a lot of people think of government as, like, one entity or, like, mm-hmm. something that's actually, like, uh, solid and everybody's following the same rules and has the same plan. Oh, no, it's an onion. Yeah. We've got layers. And, like, if you're... If you ever were in, like, a student council or you were ever in any kind of, like, planning board or a church planning board or something like that or any organization, any club, I think that's a lot closer to what government's actually like because... Like, it's a disaster, and sometimes you make decisions that end up, like, looking not that great, but, like, you didn't necessarily make those decisions for a bad reason, even though people might be willing to see the worst in it immediately. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, thankfully, uh, our governor keeps enacting new mask policies whenever a new one goes away. Um, But, I mean, it's still still an uphill battle, and the fact still remains that the Republican legislature is trying hilariously unconstitutional things including tying uh, state aid to form a coronavirus bills to try and make it so if the governor appeals that the state no longer gets aid. So the Republicans have essentially taken the mindset of we're going to starve our own citizens before we're going to give the Democratic Party a win. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's as Republican as it gets nowadays. It's obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, h- hating Republican. So I I harbor no hatred to somebody that's just like, hi, I'm a conservative. I used to be part of the Republican Party and I've realized they've taken some turns and I've moved on with my life. And like, if you want to go to the Democratic Party, that's fine. I don't think most people will do that. If you want to go to the Libertarian Party, I'm all for that. Like, if that party becomes more established as an outcome of all this, I will be fine with that. Yeah. Sorry if you guys keep hearing like a weird like little noise. My hand keeps hitting the the cord for the microphone. We have Somehow some setup quirks like, yeah. that we're still uh, trying to work out. Honestly, this is still a new setup from what we were doing last year. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, the thing that's really frustrating is I think a lot of Republicans have taken the mindset of, I'm going to ignore conservative principles and my new, I, my, my new party is the, I hate liberals party. Yep. Pretty and much. I'm going to be as self-destructive as humanly possible. As long as it takes someone else with me, which that's disgusting. And I mean, if you are a Republican nowadays and you're not like actively doing, if you're a Republican nowadays, you're kind of disgusting in general. If you're actively doing work to fix your party, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, I don't think you should still be a part of that, but that's your decision. You go and try and reform it from within or whatever you want to do. If you're a Republican and like you're absolutely for everything that's going on right now, like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, your party literally started a coup at the Capitol and killed six people. Yeah. Your party is dead. There is no Republican Party anymore. It's literally just a bunch of terrorists. Pretty much. The Republican Party is the largest terrorist organization in the United States. Currently, yeah. It's... it's messed up. I mean, if Trump splits off into the Patriot Party, that'll become the largest one, but that's not even something I want to talk about here. Yeah. Oh my God, impeachment trial starts next week. Yeah, that's actually pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's going to kind of be a mess. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I don't see any way it's not going to be. I, 
I mean, I, I think some people are thinking the result is set in stone. I don't know if I necessarily believe that personally. Oh, no. It's, I mean, it's not necessarily true that Republicans will vote to acquit. It's likely based on how they voted previously, but if there's enough evidence and it turns the tide of public opinion, then they're going to vote to convict. Yeah. Because they are not going to have a choice, but... Mm-hmm. It's very... I, I don't know how it's going to go over. I just hope it doesn't get used as a new platform to push election fraud. But it's going to be interesting if the president, former president tries to literally do the thing that caused him to be here. I think he at will. that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which he won't personally be there, um, which, I, you know, I'll give credit to his lawyers. Like, that's a good decision. He would immediately perjure himself. Yeah. In less than five seconds. But like, whatever. Um, and some other people were talking about like, hey, why is there a criminal trial yet? And then. I mean, Merrick Garland still is an attorney general. That's why. I don't know who that is, so okay. Uh, he's the person Biden nominated for oh, okay. attorney general thing. He's Let's still not nominated see. because Lindsey Graham keeps blocking it. Hey, stimulus checks. Stimulus checks. Yeah, those are going to go through, I think. Maybe. I, I have no idea. I mean... We, we won't qualify for them, so it's It like... depends on which where they set the boundary. Exactly. Which, like, increasingly... I, I don't know. I've, I've seen two ways of doing it. One way is like, hey... People $55,000 or older aren't going to get 50000 Yeah, $55,000 or more aren't going to get it. So it's like Which, everyone's going to get it. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because do you look at like San Francisco where like the freaking median family income of people who are like actually below the poverty line for San Francisco is like half a million dollars a year. I, I think people also forget like, but there's two things here. One, I think people forget that this is based off of last year's tax return. So if you lost employment because of coronavirus... And that employment made over $55,000 a year, you get nothing. Yeah. Which is deeply messed up. And the other thing is, this is this is the most hilarious, this is, this is a ridiculous trap, essentially, mm-hmm. for anybody who's voting for the stimulus check. Because the only reason anybody would be suggesting that people under uh, over $55,000 shouldn't be getting stimulus checks is because they want to try and court the people that got over $55,000 and try and make it like a classism thing mm-hmm. when it's not a classism thing. It's like an, the economy is literally broken right now because of what's going on with coronavirus thing. Yeah. Another thing that really needs to get worked on is a lot of the parents that are claiming their kids as dependents when they're not yeah. like, I feel like they should get audited and it should be like, Oh, is your kid even living at home? No. Then you like, you Oh no. Okay. No, you're going to jail. Yeah. For getting money for your kid when you shouldn't because you get a lot of extra money for having a dependent it's messed up yeah and like fourteen hundred dollars in american that's a lot of money but like if you look in the grand scheme of things it's really not i mean you're pinching pennies where you don't need to be pinching pennies well think about like how our bills and stuff are yeah fourteen hundred dollars that i would i would literally laugh and then cry for a while if that's all we had for bills that's not even half of our bills yeah that i mean Let's look at it this way. You've been unemployed for a year and a half, potentially. And, like, uh, what you've gotten is one $1,500 stimulus check, one $1,600 stimulus check, and one $400 stimulus check. Yeah. In grand total, you've been told you have $3,000 to live off of for a year one and a half, half years. Um, like, what? It's deeply messed up. And, you know, I'll give some credit here to the fact... Not, not credit, but... 
So it's not necessarily true that everybody is out of employment. There are plenty of people that still have jobs. Well, yeah, like we we still have jobs, yeah, but that's because, because we have jobs that are specifically in categories that, by the grace of God, didn't get forked over. Healthcare industry is generally generally fine. Not always. Uh, healthcare soft- and social media. Software development industry is pretty fine. Um, I, I and I think most essential workers are fine. I think it's like anything like that's in between those sorts of things where it's yeah, customer to service, air. anything service based. Yeah, it's hard to find work, and that's that. That's really not acceptable, to be honest. Um, no. And it's the type of thing where, like, okay, there are some specific people who are in government who are blocking it to try and appeal to uh, their Republican constituents or to try and promote bipartisanship or whatever. And those people are on the democratic party. But I think the thing they fail to realize is that they are literally killing people and they're literally threatening people's lives. And the reality is you can vote however you want, but like if you're actually like, if if you actually care about your constituents or even if you don't care about your constituents and you're one of those weird, like Christian majiggers, who's just like, Oh, like I, I, I care for the poor, but you don't actually care about anyone. Like, even then, you should still be supporting this. This is just, like, this is just a no-brainer. You're literally letting people die. So whether it's a moral thing or an ethical thing or just, like, a representing your constituents thing, there's nobody that should not be in favor of this. Exactly. Which makes it weird that 50 Senate Republicans voted no. And one, two Senate Democrats, uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, needed to be really prodded into passing it. Yeah. More so Manchin than Sinema. Uh, I think she... I don't know. I think she had some other disagreement with the bill that wasn't as stupid as Manchin's. But I don't know. I have no idea who these people are. Yeah. It's it, it's frustrating. It's clearly one of one of us is a little more political than the other, and one of us works directly in it. Yeah. Okay. So off of the boring government. political stuff, this is why you used to have your own political podcast. Yeah. Should should, should Usi here start his political podcast again? Why am I expecting an answer? What the hell? I literally Brand engagement. In my, oh my god! No, in my brain right now, I'm like waiting for people to answer. It's uh, like Instagram when I'm like talking to people on like live or something, oh and no. I just get like an instant answer. I was acting the same way. Yeah, oh my but god. like, let us know if you think we should restart that. I mean, I'll be honest. I uh, I don't know if you you may you may have noticed from the site, but we're doing like less frequent political articles nowadays than we used to be doing, and. We do like one one a week. Yeah, and the reason part of the reason we decrease that rate is it is much harder and more exhausting to be write, writing about politics right now. Told you so. That used to be. So uh, I, I'm still going to do the podcast at some point for political stuff, but I've been taking a hiatus that's a bit longer than the one our main podcast has had. Yeah, just to sort I of feel refresh. Like if you did like a weekly article, and then like did a political podcast to talk about all the in between stuff that like you just don't want to do an article on, but still want to talk about. Yeah, that's probably a because good like way a to political go. podcast could be anywhere between literally five minutes and an hour. Yeah, uh, those are more fun back when the debate season was going on. I think those were the well, yeah. most enjoyable ones. But like, you, it, it's going to be so different this year because it's it's going from like basically having podcasts where you're like talking about how the president of the United States is trying to actively destroy the country this week, which was a weekly occurrence. I would like to remind everyone. Yeah, that was scary. Uh, to like, oh. Joe Biden's great, but like Republicans are not so great and maybe Biden should be cooperating with Republicans a little less, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a lot more different and more complex to write articles in this climate. Overall though, I'm much more happy that Trump's out. 
Well, than of before. course. Like, that is a godsend. Um, Let's see. So we have celebrity news and we have a bit more life stuff uh, that we could potentially cover. Well, let's keep doing life stuff. Let's see. Exercise and eating healthier. That's one of the big sections that we have on here. So eating healthier. I actually think we're starting to succeed at this. Yeah. Which is good. It's been an eight month process. Yeah. Trying to eat healthier. And we. And a few diets. We finally got it. I think. Maybe. As I'm literally debating on ordering a pizza for dinner. Oh, yeah. Same here. Um, but like. Yeah. That, that even being said, like generally we, we stopped doing like any sort of ordering in almost totally. Yeah. We it's, used to order in a couple times a week. It, it's gone down to a once a week occurrence. If that. If that. And when we do it, um, like that, that's our meal for the day and that's it. So generally like. Well, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. D- generally, like, calorically, we're fine. I mean, like, nutritionally, sometimes we're eating things that are a little questionable. I love my nutrition. I forgot that was a segment. It's been too long. So did I. I completely forgot. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're also on season two. Yeah. But, yeah, I love my nutrition. I love nutrition. It really affects my mentalness. Louis also loves nutrition, as you hear him boning in the background. Call me KJT. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, I did it. I did it. (laughs) Also, Uh, if you want to follow MLM Princess on TikTok, there's new updates every single day. It is my new favorite freaking channel. It is. Channel? Channel. uh, TikTok account? I don't don't know. It's my favorite TikTok account. It's literally just someone that makes fun of, like, this MLM type thing. And just, it's, like, random general thingies. I don't know. I love it. It's kind of cool. Let's see. There's, uh, anyways, back to nutritional stuff. Back to reality. Oh. Yay. The goal's gravity. We've been getting better at nutrition, but. Yeah. Even though we've been getting better at nutrition. Our fitness. It doesn't matter if we're not exercising. Actually, no. My exercising has been non-existent. You've actually been exercising. 50-50. I'm still, like, doing it way less than I used to. You're over 100% doing it more than me. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's. It, it's it's tricky. I mean, we went from doing no exercise to trying to do exercise again. and We went from exercise... I went from exercising daily for over a few years to not exercising daily anymore, exercising a few times a week, to then daily again, but only doing really swimming, to then cold turkey not doing any exercising whatsoever. Yeah, and it's hard to get back into it. It's not hard. We can't go to the gym. It's negative 20 something degrees outside and uh, Amazon won't deliver my fucking exercise bike. And it's exercise bike or Apple fitness hit or a Peloton and Peloton is eight months behind. Yeah. So that's just a no go. Um, Can can we just talk about how like good Apple fitness is for replacing Peloton? It's pretty great. Like, I I don't know how they're going to stay in business, honestly, because like Apple fitness, you get like an exercise bike and an Apple TV and you're good. Yeah. It's much cheaper than well, doing. I technically didn't order an Apple or uh, an exercise mm-hmm. bike. It's a recumbent bicycle. So it's like you sit down and like, it's like a biking, but pedaling. I don't know if any of y'all remember following mm-hmm. me. That was disgusting. If any Sorry. of y'all remember <laughs> following me, um, back in the day during the vlogs and like the different Instagram series and like, oh my God, back in the day with musically, you would know that was my number one machine that I always used at the gym when I did my gym series with Nike. And I lost the most weight with that thing. And the other day, what was it like last, like few, few days ago? Yeah. I was like, I ordered a bike (laughs) and because they had one on Amazon and it was supposed to be here yesterday. 
And then it was supposed to be delivered today. And, it, and now I think it's going to get delivered tomorrow. It should show up tomorrow. It better. I, I think part of the problem is coming from the cold. People don't want to actually deliver things. People don't want to do their damn jobs. Yeah, I mean, we had to pay like $5 just to even get like our uh, Whole Foods pickup. Yeah. Can we talk about a Whole Foods pickup? Because this is our second order now that like the first order, there was no, you could not get it delivered. Like there was just not, it wasn't an option. Yeah. And then the second one for picking up was the next day at the latest slot. And then it was the same today, this morning when I went to put an order in, uh, no, no delivery, but I could go and pick it up tomorrow between 10 and 11 PM. Which they're not open. That I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. For pickup. Oh, weird. And I was like, no, I'm paying $5 and we're going to go there and pick it up right away. Yeah. It's like, that's, I mean, we've been having some problems with like Amazon lately with that sort of thing. Amazon, FedEx, yeah. UPS, and, like, everyone. It's like, oh my uh, God, you're we, lucky you have a job. We literally like, there, there's been two orders where we literally had to get our Whole Foods uh, pickup oh, replaced. I forgot about that. And the, the first time they forgot half of our stuff. Over half. When it got delivered. The second time uh, they finished delivering the rest of our stuff. But the person who was in the car was smoking super heavily. So all, all of our, of our was stuff ruined. was disgusting. So we ended up needing to get that replaced. And thankfully at that point, Amazon was just like, hey, we messed up your order twice. We're just going to refund you for the whole thing. Yeah. And like you can do whatever with it. But it was still like. Obnoxious. It, it, it was really bad. I mean, this is like. Th- this is coming probably from a place of extreme privilege. We're talking about our Whole Foods order pickup. But like. Eh, there aren't other options around us, really. Exactly. So it, it's this, or I, I guess Target pickup, which I don't know why we haven't been using, but they don't have delivery, so it's like, eh. They don't. Well, no, technically they do, but it's like through shipped, and you have to pay $10 per order. Yeah. So I, I guess Whole Foods is actually the, like, the best cheaper one. option for once, where Target is the kind more of. expensive option. Yeah. This is weird. Okay. I, oh, and then, like, um, so, okay. New subject, the snow in the neighborhood. So like everyone that's lived in a city knows you have to shovel your sidewalk and stuff. These bitches in our neighborhood. Oh my God. They will literally, so say it starts snowing at like, it'll be a blizzard at like 6 PM. (laughs) Well, they're out there at 630 shoveling their sidewalk in the snow as it's still snowing. Yeah. It's like what, or the one day when they were up at 430 in the morning shoveling their sidewalk and their thing i'm I'm pretty sure they literally woke up in the middle of the night shoveled their stuff and went back to bed i think so i don't know and it, then we have a neighbor i'm not well i'm obviously not gonna say her name but she is like a midwest nice cunt yeah like i cannot stand this hoe i mean there there's like a lot to how this person is acting that makes it more frustrating yeah um I'll talk about her. I don't care. Yeah. There's been like a couple of occasions where she's tried to get us in one form of legal trouble or another um, for pretty ridiculous circumstances. For example, uh, we ended up just talking to her about like uh, something in terms of how shoveling was working. Yeah. Because she literally was shoveling our sidewalk for us. And we, we asked her like to stop because she was also calling us out publicly at the same time as this. Without actually calling us out publicly. She yeah. was just like being very passive aggressive about it, even though it's like, are you fucking kidding me? We, we asked her to stop, but it just and that that conversation just deteriorated so quickly that we just abandoned it by like saying that like she was right and just like apologizing. Oh, no, no, no. You abandoned it. And then. I finally had enough and I messaged her privately off of the Facebook thing 
And I was like, you, congratulations, you are a child. Even then, like, eventually we hit a point of just, like, relenting. That's how I ended it. I was just like, you know what? No, you're right. You're fine. Blah, 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 blah. And then I got her back legally. So that was fun. But in between all of that, she literally called the police on us. Yeah. To try and say we were harassing her. Yeah. When we literally ended off by, like, saying, like, hey, like, this is fine. Like, I don't agree with it, but whatever. Yeah. We're just going to follow what you say. And then she called the police and us to try and get us into legal trouble, which failed because, I mean, you try and call somebody for harassment on that. Like, and you're basically just going to get laughed at. That as well as like, we have our own private security just for our own stuff <laughs> for in our neighborhood who has gone through our police department. And they were like, um, we didn't hear a single thing about this. Mm-mm. And like, like I told my side of the story and they basically just laughed at her and gave her a ticket for falsely. Yeah. Yeah. And then then this happened again. Yeah. Kind of. Um, Because it was snowing. And we, uh, there was a specific, specific policy that states that if you, if it's, if it stops snowing, um, no, on the day it stops snowing, you have until 6.30 p, sorry, 6 p.m. on the next day day. to finish shoveling. So, um, okay, like you might have like a, Liberal definition of what counts as the next day, if it's like at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever. Like, and this was technical, but yeah. And this was kind of one of those categories, not really. Even even in this case, it stopped snowing at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Or something. And we, we find out that this person actually tried complaining to the town of Fitchburg to give us a ticket when it had, had stopped snowing at 7 a.m. that same day. We still had until the entire next day. And not even minding that, I'm pretty sure we actually went and shoveled it before 6 p.m. That the, the day of the day like, of we were just kind of ahead. So of it. we like, I don't want it to turn to dice. They, they literally like ended up reporting on us for something when it hadn't even hit the time yet. It was supposed to. Hit. Yeah. So that got thrown out immediately. But yeah, I mean, thankfully, if you chart, if you start to do a bunch of false charges and things like that, it's people like, start to like ignore you. But like, it's still ridiculous like that we have to deal with this. Wolf. Yeah. But it's the girl, it's the Midwest nice girl who cries, fuck you. Yeah, and it's like, I I mean, can, can we just talk about the fact that, like, when we ended off, she literally said, like, oh, I hope you have, like, a great day and, like, praise God or whatever the heck it was. And then called the know. police on us immediately afterwards. Yeah, after like, she literally sent a paragraph about how she was shoveling her thing out of the goodness of her own heart. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, not dealing with that. Like... That's not okay. That's not appropriate. And like, I, I don't love our HOA. I'm going to be honest. No, but like, but I can't, we have our own issues with the HOA. It's just I can at least like respect the rules of it. Yeah. But like, when you're starting to take matters into your own hands to the point where you're carroting so hard that you're like basically watching our sidewalk with binoculars. The fact and the fact that that's not even an HOA thing. That's just like a city thing. It's a norm. Mm. It's a normal thing. But also, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I should like, also emphasize this woman is not that physically close to us. No. In terms of neighborhood. She has to go out of her way to see down. this. Yeah. So it it's absolutely nonsensical. Yeah, I don't even understand. Yeah. She's one of those people that needs to get hit by a car. I don't know. Their house is being foreclosed on. I don't care. They're being like they're gonna be gone soon. Yeah. It's hopefully. like it, it it's really ridiculous. I mean like 
it, it gets tiring when you're dealing with people continuously acting like this. I have fun with it. It's still it's exhausting, annoying, though. But it's like, hey, you want to play? You want to play hardball ball with ball, ball. with me, Boston? Like, let's play. And then there's like a whole like other thing where there's people who go around doing each other's like, uh, sidewalks. Oh which, my god! You know what? If this was just happening, like you're doing it for your neighbors or like you're doing it for someone else, that's fine. But like they pick and choose and do like their friends' sidewalks. Yeah, it's like a club. Apparently there's like a group of 10 people who just go around door to door and ask if people want their sidewalks done or need help with it. And uh, we have a friend who lives in the neighborhood who actually like mentioned like, Hey, like maybe you go, maybe you should go to this place and help them. And apparently they all rolled their eyes. Yeah. So it's like, uh like, and she was talking about our house. Yeah. And that's on top of like the, uh, I'm surprised how many people know which house our house is, but like, anyways, honey, I'm a celebrity. Oh my God. There's like a whole other, uh, I'm just kidding you guys thing with this where like anytime it happens somebody does a huge post on the facebook group oh yeah and it's really funny because sometimes it's like oh thank you to this person for like uh doing our sidewalk and if you look that person's literally been out of town for like a week uh-huh so it, i mean like i don't even know. I, I i i don't know about you but i didn't move out to the suburbs to get like inducted into some crazy like drinking kool-aid cult of like white people white people that's like our problem going around like oh my god i i i grew up um and for a while i went to a christian church and like the way like all the people there were like the women's groups like it just reminds me of here well think of the spouse group at work yeah and i i'm not i i don't think it's really a woman specific thing no it's no, just no. Like, i'm not saying it's a women yeah. only thing but like, uh, it just happens to be in our community. It's a lot it, of, I, I, it's not like a gender thing. It is a white people thing. It literally, yeah. that's what it is. It is a suburban white people thing where people think that they need to be the Joneses. And like, they have this thing in their head of like, this is how suburban white people neighborhood needs to be. And I don't get it. Which like. I mean, I think fundamentally I have a hatred of suburbia, like from growing up on Long Island, which like Long Island's a really nice area, but like, uh, I might be going a bit far with this, but like the community I grew up in, I, it was basically a place for like people who were, who were in the city to like move out, breed and like yeah. get their kids to school and like move back out. Yeah. Like, you know, just like a freaking daycare type thing. Like yeah. that, that's kind of how I feel about suburbs in general. And my opinion of that has not changed. Yeah. being out here we have plenty of perfectly fine neighbors um we have plenty of neighbors who oh, we have some great neighbors who are awesome there's plenty of people who literally there, there's nothing wrong with doing that thing like where you move into a neighborhood to have kids and then move back out like i mean okay. i'd be honest part of the reason we moved into the suburbs is long term we're thinking about kids later yeah, down the line. immediately but like it, it's what you gotta do but like it's still like there's certain personalities that come with that that i just wish would have there. something not very nice <laughs> happen to them. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that brings us into our last topic, which is actually a local news item, which oh, is interesting. Oh, my God. So uh, it actually all started a few years ago. There was a big group of moms, Christian mom group, uh, in one of the suburbs around here that started a prayer lunch for only the Christian kids. At a public high school. At a, at a public high school. Actually, slash middle school. It was both. They had two separate events. 
So not okay. Like there's a separation of church and state. One that's discriminatory against all of the kids that, I don't know, have their own brain and brain and isn't being brainwashed and using religion as a crutch because they can't think for themselves. Yeah. But like, I hate Christianity. <laughs> it's, I, I don't hate Christians personally, but oh, no, religion, no, no, I don't hate Christians personally. It, in general, your religion can go like die and I'd be fine with that. Yeah. It, in general, there's exceptions. I mean, like, I can't name any right now, but I think there's probably exceptions. I don't think there is. But also, I don't know. I'm just not a big religion fan anyway. So if you are religious, don't take this as like a I hate you kind of thing. It's just in my personal experience, I haven't. And especially being part of the LGBT community, I haven't had that many good experiences with the Christian community. No, they're awful. Yeah. Also, we're Jewish. Yeah, that doesn't help anything. No, we found it first. Easter. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't do it. What can I say except... That's horrible. I'm going to get copyright infringed, so Ooh, I'm going to stop. Yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> but yeah, basically, they're doing a prayer lunch. Yeah, which... Also, Corona? Uh, that's a whole other thing, but like, okay, so... You know how with, like, Wisconsin's small businesses, like, there's some that will try things that would never fly in any other part of the country. Like, there's a cafe near us that I would not name... Uh, that what? There's, there's a cafe near us that I won't name that serves like a bunch of vegetarian dishes. And when they serve those vegetarian dishes, it's like a very small plate and it costs like 20 bucks. And that wouldn't fly in any other part of the country. Mm-hmm. Like any other part of the world, that wouldn't be okay. Is this Surya? Yeah. Oh no, I'll talk about them. Okay. But like, uh, or they're, they're actually classified as a vegan restaurant. That's a thing. Yeah. Where we paid $35 for a piece of avocado toast no, it wasn't avocado. It was it was some kind of toast with like some kind of thing on it. Yeah, where it we each got like it, we paid thirty five dollars for two pieces of bread with a mismatched amount of random shit on top of it. I paid money for like a a rice thing that I actually really liked, but it was still way too small. Yeah, it was just but obnoxious. Like, it was it, the my piece of toast was probably the size of like I don't know a playing card. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's like what? It or you'll have a place that's like, oh, here's a nice coffee that's twenty bucks, or we're gonna spend like an hour, yeah, to make you an egg. Grace not, Coffee not eggs, Co. Egg, singular egg. Was that Grace Coffee? Co? Yes. Oh my god! No, I've publicly like shat on them before. They hear 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 my words. <laughs> they will not be around in five years. They are expanding way too quickly. They do not have the traffic that they need. Did we ever talk about Hellbox Coffee on this? Oh, yeah. I talked about how I shut them yeah. down. That was like toward, I don't know, that happened That happened early last year. So we were driving the other day to downtown Middleton. This is a huge tangent that we're going to have to get off of at some point, I'm realizing. But After like, this, we will. We, we were driving to downtown Middleton. Where uh, Hellbox Coffee used to be, yeah, the company tell, and, that I got shut down. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's there. And then I saw like a little GRC and I was like, oh, it's a new coffee company. Maybe it's a small business. And no, then we turn and it's Grace Coffee Company. And I laughed for at least a minute. In 2020 and 2019, they opened four new locations. Yeah, that's not. That's insanity. 
that's not sustainable. And I'll be honest, I've been to one of their downtown locations, which was extremely good. I think it was their original the one. The original one that's on yeah. State Street. I so like that one. There is some like merit to all of this, but they're expanding way too quickly. And like there's like little quality things I feel like they aren't fixing. Yeah, we spent 45 minutes to an hour waiting for two basic mediocre breakfast type things. Yeah. No, which were made wrong. Okay, yeah, they were made wrong, and literally, it's not like it was like crazy line out the door busy. Like we walked in and ordered. We didn't even wait in line. Yeah, and it was like, and for some reason, it took almost an hour. I'll be honest, the coffee was good, but the food was just like, no. I'd hope they're literally called Grace Coffee. But anyways, the entire reason for this tangent is I feel like that's mom. I feel like that's Christians in the Midwest. Like they'll try things that they don't think that they would not be able to get away with anywhere else because they think it's a small town and nobody knows how the law works. Yeah. Or maybe they don't even know because how the law church works. church and state apparently don't have a separation. Yes, we brought it full, full circle back to them having a prayer lunch at a public school. Yeah, which is absolutely disgusting. Which is paid for by the state. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's massively illegal. Exactly. That's, that's why not. It's that's a huge not just thing. like. That's not just like. Oh, like this is like a little thing. That's like. It's I massively mean, illegal. I mean, like if you called up a lawyer that worked in a New York City law office and told them that They'd be like, they would drive out. out here with like dollar signs in their eyes, like take you out to dinner, like maybe yeah. wine and dine you a little bit, like. Yeah. Oh my god! That. Oh my god! And I completely forgot about something else. And this isn't local news, but this is something we should probably still mention here. Oh god! Uh, Chick Fil A had a huge thing happen. All you have to do is go on TikTok and type in Chick Fil A, or just go to Google. And it's funny because this is actually like a small, isolated incident, kind of. But because of it, it's going to have really bad implications. It went viral on TikTok. It's one of the most viewed TikToks of all time. Yeah. Somebody applied for a job at Chick-fil-A. The manager said, like, hey, I thought you did a really good job, but called them to inform that they wouldn't get the job and told them directly because because corporate told them they couldn't hire a gay person. Yeah. Which. That's illegal. Yeah. I've seen gay people at Chick-fil-A, so I don't know what happened here. Like, I. It was probably a Chick-fil-A in the South. I I think so. Or it was, like, some weird, like, mid-level manager who messed up. But, like, anyways, like. That's going to cause a huge problem for that company. Like, he could get a multi-million dollar settlement out of that. I'd hope so. And I feel like that's, like, kind of what this Verona area high school and Milton high school thing that's there, too, is yeah. analogous to. It's like, it, it, it seems like a small thing, but it's actually a huge legal issue Massive. that opens them up to all sorts of fun and exciting you lawsuits. You can't have any kind of religious activities on school grounds. Technically, I think they hosted it at a nearby park. That was the first one. Oh, this one is... The one at the middle school was in the middle school during regular lunch hour. That, yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, it was parents that brought pizza for everyone. When we do eventually have kids, if, like, uh, we ever catch... this year. We'll talk about that in the next one. That next one or a future one. Yeah. uh, There's still... That... that, uh, I'm not getting into that here. Exactly. It's a whole mess that I'm not getting into here, That's why I said it's a whole podcast. Yeah. It's its own thing. But, like... If that happened to, like, our kid, like, oh, my God. Oh, i drive there in a heartbeat. Yeah, like, that school would be shut down. Yeah. Like, fully shut down. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... A lot of you guys don't know what I do for a living. Just, like, I don't know. What's an easy way to say it? I work for the Department of Defense. Uh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like... And a multi-billion dollar healthcare company, but people aren't ready to talk about that. You have a lot of hats. And social media. Like, it's... And I'm getting my master's at Oxford. Like, if if you were a Karen, and you were talking to any random, like, uh, person, and you were like, hey, like, who's your boss? And you just kept following up that chain, eventually there's a pretty good chance it would lead to you, depending on, like, what Probably. it was. Uh, or somebody else. But, like, if, if you just kept, like, escalating to the manager in theory, you'd eventually, like... It goes to me and then Interpol. Yeah, you'd be involved at some point, at least. Mm-hmm. So, like, in general, when, like, stupid things happen that are local, like, it would never matter. But if you happen to be there, it's, like... It's fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I Ooh, couldn't imagine, what like, what would doing? you do if, like, our kid called us and was like, Mom, they're yelling at me. Or, Mom. Oh, my God, ew. Ugh. Dad, they're, dads. Yeah, I'm thinking of myself, like me calling him home. Oh gosh. Yeah, or like you calling your mom. Oh god. But um, like yeah, they're not. I don't get pizza because I don't believe in God or Jesus. Why? Oh my. We're god. not Jews for Jesus. No, no one is. Also, like I, I have to say, well, like no, there are Jews for Jesus, but I don't. It doesn't make weird. any sense whatsoever. Exploring the Jewish community around here, which we have been doing, like well, people part, are very nice. We're part of a Jewish like temple now. So. Yeah. People are very nice and very understanding, and it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, oh, this is such a tricky thing to talk about. Like, you do you with religion. Like, you yeah. make whatever decisions you want to make Louis. and believe whatever you... Oh, my God, Louie, we need to trim your claws. I know. Okay, like, you... What is happening? Okay, I don't know. I'm going to try and focus on this. Um, yeah. Like, you do whatever you're doing, but, like, if you're a... Uh, like, like, at least from my personal experience, like, the Christian churches I've been a part of, and this is not all Christian churches, and, and I know this. This is all personal experience. I, I know this because I've spoken to people that do not have this problem. Exactly. Um, but, like, the ones, the specific ones I went to, it was something where, like, if you, like, the whole focus is on what you didn't do and what you did wrong mm-hmm. and what you're sorry for, what you're regretful for. Yeah, and then how to repent for that. And then how to repent for that. And it's always negative. a constant, it's always negative reinforcement. <sighs> but then, like, around here, like, the synagogue I've had exposure to is always positive reinforcement. It's always, it's great. It's happy, it's uplift, uplifting, and, like, I I absolutely know that all Christian churches are not like this, because I've had friends that are in Christian churches that are fine. My grandma's but, church yeah. it was great. Like, some of the best memories I have as a kid are literally from my grandma's church. Like, it, oh my it's God. It's up to your pastor. It's up to, like, the people you work with. It's up to, like, the lay people. I forget how church structure works, because it's been a really long time, but it's up to all of those people. I think it's more, like, up to, like, the parishioners, the people that go there. How it... You okay, Louie? You having an issue? He's like, I can't get comfy. Just finish talking. Okay, I'll just sit here. Okay. But, like, yeah, I mean, I... The Christian community here sucks. That that That's that's the moral yeah. of the story here. It's, like, specifically a mass and Wisconsin problem. And, like, the religion... Oh, my God, Louie. Okay, the religion? <laughs> this is... Oh, my God, Louie. Louie, stop Louis. scratching. No, okay. The, the religion is... Fu- the religion is fine, but like the execution, the, the people no. are not. Just <laughs> my takeaway. But yeah, I have no clue. 
Yeah, it's... It's a mood. It, it's a mood. Christians around here are a mood. The whole community is a mood. Okay, I think we're actually like pretty close to wrapping up now that we've... We're at 55 minutes. An hour, which is good. 17 seconds, 1921. Yay. Woo. So, a uh, couple things. Uh, we have a website. LazyYetSuccessful.com Also FuckingSuccessful.com I always forget that I bought that. We have both domains, and they're great. We put a lot of political articles up there. Um, That's our main thing right now. Yeah. We've been... uh, Oh, we missed an entire celebrity section, but we do not have time for that. No, Um, I also don't care about that. But anyways... um, we do a lot of different political articles right now. Uh, we have a couple of sections for like tea and home improvement stuff. Yeah. But those sections are uh, sort of, we're, we're still working on them. We're still fleshing it out, figuring out what we want to do. Political, we know what we want to do. We're good at it. Personal, but, we're still trying to figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. It, it's figuring out like what works and what works for the medium versus like on this podcast. Yeah. Um, we have a TikTok, I think. We Do we have, have a TikTok? TikTok? No, we don't have a TikTok yet. We might have, we have a TikTok an in the future. Instagram and a Facebook. It's just like all lazy yet successful. And then Twitter is the only one that's different where it's literally just lazy successful. Yeah. You can follow us on any of those. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Oh, yeah. We have a Patreon. But so we have a hypothetical Patreon where we hypothetically post things about like uh different just behind the topics, scenes stuff behind the and scenes different stuff. topics and all and the fun stuff I, as we do them. I think there's actually one or two things up on there. Yeah. Um, like, if you want to sponsor us, if you want to support what we do, that helps a lot. Louie, oh my God, stop scratching, you piece of shit. Y'all heard me. But yeah, patreon.com slash lazy successful and mm-hmm. lazy successful pretty much all over social media except for Twitter, which that's just lazy successful. Successful. Yep. Successful. Oh God. Also, then we have like our personals, which is just Prepzilla. Yeah. Everywhere. And I don't have one. I mean, I do have one. You're just like the other Justin Riggs or the Justin Riggs? I don't know. If you go to my... Woozies! (laughs) Goodbye!